Hello and welcome to the Mikel Arteta Appreciation Podcast with me, Reese Saunders. Joining me as always is Carl Pierce. Hello, everybody. And the happiest man in the world, the man who is the embodiment of the greatest footballing fan in the whole world, is Liam Hall. Hello, sir. Wow, that, that, thank you. That was quite an intro. That, that, that almost lasted as long as, long as um, you know, it took Almiron to score. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <That's>... well, <laughs> I mean... It is, um, it, is, it, is, it is pretty remarkable conceding after 20 seconds when you have the kickoff. It has to be said. It's a talent. I'm very impressed, I have to say. I, can't, I know that 20 seconds of YouTube is a long time. So. Uh... <laughs> it bad, it is. That's a fucking lifetime, mate. <laughs> <laughs> He's so old. <laughs> uh, so... Now, as always, we're here to talk about the Premier League fixtures from the weekend. Um, Yes, we know that there's going to be midweek games. We're going to do a complete sum up of those um, on the weekends that we after the games, and also we're going to do a big Christmas roundup on the 30th of December. Hopefully, when me, Carl, and Liam stop drinking for like an hour, Um, Mm. I can't promise anything. I mean, it it all depends on West Brom do over the Christmas period. Depends on how drunk I will be. I've literally got three extra days off over Christmas, that's it. So I won't be doing that much drinking, unfortunately. And I'll be here, depending on if um, I'm still alive, after Arsenal's terrible run continues. Oh. We'll get on to you in a minute. We're yes, sapping yes. Crying at Arsenal. But no, unfortunately, we start this podcast with some sad news. Um, former Liverpool and Aston Villa manager Gerard Houllier sadly passed away this week at the age of 73. Um, Liverpool legend um, rejuvenated a Liverpool team that had suffered re- in the mid-90s, that hadn't hit the heights that they that they were used to in the 80s and so on. Um, I only saw bits of Houllier at uh, Liverpool and stuff like that, but the way that, the, the way that ex-players have spoken about him, especially Jamie Carragher, he had a massive influence on Liverpool. Yeah, I mean, I was uh, well into my um, football fandom when Julie sort of took over from Roy Evans. And um, yeah, he, he wasn't just a great manager, but you could tell he was he was a really nice bloke, a genuinely, you know, great, nice bloke. You, you always got that impression from him. And yeah, um, his, his crowning glory was probably the treble winning season. Um, when they won the FA Cup, the League Cup, and the uh, Europa Cup, what we now call the Europa Cup, uh, really remarkable achievement. They, they, they actually won five trophies actually, if we came the uh, Charity Shield and the Super mm. Cup. We know that mm. Arsenal, Arsenal came the Charity Shield as a major trophy. That's and, true. Well, they, they they sort of have to these days. Yeah. I know. You look at he, he after leaving Liverpool, he won uh, two league earned titles with Leon. Yes. Also winning two trophies, uh, was named European Coach of the Year in two thousand and one, World Manager of the Year in two thousand and one. Um, was named an oh, was uh, officer of the British Empire in two thousand and three as well with his contribution to British football. Um, Sadly, didn't have the best run at uh, Aston Villa, his last club, having he suffered um, a heart attack during that time as well. So he had to take some time away from uh, 
from Aston Villa. Um, yeah, it sort of played his career later on, the heart problems. I think he had time off from Liverpool, didn't he, to uh, have yeah. a bypass or something. Bless him. So, yeah. It was it's just... a shame. It was a shame, really. It was, but I mean, a fantastic manager nonetheless. And our thoughts mm. and prayers are with his, yeah. his family yeah. and his friends during this time. But yeah, um... I think it's also worth mentioning the work he's done with the Red Bull football teams. I mean, he's, um, you know, RB Leipzig and Salzburg now kind of become like powerhouses in their respective leagues, even though they're only, what, 10, 20 years old. And I think it's. I think it's definitely credit to him, like the help he's brought to them. I think. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree with you. He was. He, he, he had that role from 2012 until his death. Um. So until that, and also he was the director of arguably the greatest women's team in the world, Leon. Yeah. Yeah. Lucy Brown said some. Uh, things about him on Twitter and that with her condolences. But yeah, I mean, as I said, fantastic manager. Um, a really sad thing to hear this time of year as well. But yeah, thoughts and prayers with Gerard Houlet's friends and families. Yeah, absolute, absolute legend. Um, so we move on now to talking about the Premier League and <sighs> that just says it. Really, for me, no, let, let, let it out, man. Let it out. We're here, <laughs> yeah. Don't bottle it up, Reese. Don't, don't bottle it up. We're, we're, we're going to start with West Brom versus Newcastle at St James's Park. Newcastle winning 2 1. Miguel Almiron scoring by the time it takes Carl to wake up in the morning. Um, <laughs> takes a lot longer than that, I can assure you. Before Darnell Furlong equalised in the 50th minute and then Dwight Gale scoring in the 82nd minute. Um, Let's start with the negatives of this one. Obviously, uh, conceding after 19 seconds when we had the kickoff is abysmal. It shouldn't have happened. Um... 90, I think it was 19.9 seconds the actual time for the goal um, yeah just baffled me and this is a Newcastle team who had been hit by Covid and they had, they, they, they had lots of absence from Covid and it, yeah we just we, we were just shocking out of the park um, what really annoys me as well is we've got it feels like there's a dissension there between the board and the manager and the players and the fans. With I'll be reading stuff like that. Also, why did we spend all of near enough all of our budget on a winger who isn't a Premier League quality player? In terms of Carla Grant, he's not a striker. He's a he's a, he's a winger, and. It just absolutely baffles me, and it, I don't see it improving anytime soon. And yeah, however, however, there were positives. We responded well from going a goal down. Um, Conor Gallagher again, he just looked incredible. He just took he's got such a an engine on him, he runs that midfield, he never stops running, he just keeps going and going, and 
Furlong took his goal really well. But, yeah, we just can't defend and we can't score. And a pretty was... bad combination, in all fairness. Yeah. <coughs> and I am... Oh, it's slowly ruining my fandom of football. It, really, it slowly is, and yeah... We're missing. I can't. I, I, I can't believe these words will ever come out of my mouth. But we are missing Jake Livermore. <laughs> I mean, you, 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 you're also missing Pereira as well. I, I think you're under yeah. today. Yeah, but that, yeah, his suspension hasn't helped at all. Let's yeah. be fair. It hasn't. We're missing. We miss Livermore for that. That that just that that tackling for that bit of bite, that bit of tenacity in the middle part. You know the ones that are afraid to do the dirty work. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, and we miss, and yeah, we miss Pereira. But then again, I feel so sorry for Pereira in that team because he creates these things. He, get, he tries to create something. And we've got, we've got a, an 87 Charlie Austin up front who probably five or six years ago could have probably done a job, but not now. Not now. It's like a pace of a snail. And it's... It's frustrating. It's so frustrating to sit in rooms. And I'm trying to. Be, I'm trying very hard to be positive, and I'm, it's very hard to be positive. We're 19th. We're in a relegation scrap. There's no. There's no. There's there's no beating around that. We're not. I know now. We're here for the season, and it's. We've got to. We've got to improve big time. Yeah, you're you're only saving glory as Sheffield United have been far far worse. Mm. But as we get on to some of your rivals, have really improved this week, I think. Well, yeah, I mean, you look at it. We've got joint worst goal difference in the Premier League, minus sixteen with Sheffield United. And I'll I'll say this: as I said, this Sheffield United should have beat us. They they outplayed us at, at the Hawthorns. And we got very lucky because they can't finish. But, I mean, there's now a three-point gap to 17th. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's, it's dark days at the album. I don't want to see Billich leave because I think if he got the right backing from the board, I think Billich could do a good job. But the fact is that we don't get no backing because the man who owns the Albion doesn't give a rat's ass about the Albion. And it's, it's really annoying. And you two can moan about shit owners. As are worse than yours. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> As it was at yours, there's there's no debate about it, and it's just really frustrating right now mm. to be an Albion And I'm trying, I'm trying to stay, as I said, trying to stay positive as I can, and it's very hard to stay positive. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, you don't want to hear this, but unless you can bring in some reinforcements, uh, I think you're doomed. To be honest. I, I, I don't disagree with you. There, there, there was no disagreement from me at all. I'm not going to pretend to be a Liam and say, oh, it's fine. Um, wow. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I'm, a, I'm a realistic Randy. I'm not a... <laughs> but yeah. Why did I say restock? Why did I say Randy for? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think that it's going to be a long, long, hard season. And... There's no, there's no getting away from it now, and January is a very, very, very important month. 
you yeah. need to get some loans in, I think, because you, you're not going to be able yeah. to buy people. But loans, I think, I, could, might be the best option for you. Lingard on loan, it'll be. I would, honestly, I'd rather get relegated than see that cretin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, would, no, I would rather the Albion go to liquidation than see that. <laughs> really? Oh, my God. He is not a footballer. He is a man who dances. Oh, he's a TikTok sensation, Reese. you you, you got to love him. No, I, no I, I love you. I don't love him. <laughs> he just loves to have I, fun. God, what, what, what's wrong with you, Reese? I mean, I can't really say the words I want to say because it's recorded. I, I tell think you, it... I think it says it all that he hasn't featured this season for Manchester United at all. Because he's shit. Exactly, uh, that's what I mean. I think, I think that says it all. That nobody wants him. Not, not even... The, no, I can't make that joke. Um, no, I'm staying away from that one. <laughs> I'll tell you, I will tell you two after the podcast mate, what I meant by that joke. Oh God, but I, no... I uh, I'll tell you, but no, um, yeah, I, I I think Mesut Ozil's are, are available. We could probably get him. Uh, yeah. You know, try to get some of the people we can get in. I think you know. You can Jack Beth- if you want, mate. Jesus. <laughs> oh, just a big god. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That's just lies. But no. I hope that we keep. I, I hope that we we do get some players in come January, and I hope that we can kick on because I'm going to keep positive as positive as I can, and hope. I mean, you know, we've got Manchester City uh, as of tonight when we're recording this, and if if any team can pull to get their asses against a big team like that, it's West Brom because we sh- we we shouldn't have lost to Man United. No, you you um, yeah, you say you uh, you perhaps. Shouldn't have beaten Sheffield United, but yeah, you you were very you were very unlucky to lose to Man United. It has to be said. Shouldn't have drew to Chelsea. <laughs> You've had some unlucky moments mm. this season. I say that. Yeah, the one game you managed to score a bunch of goals, and uh, it still goes wrong. Oh, the joys of being but the fucking you, you always knew once they pulled one back, Chelsea, they were at least going to get a draw. You could just, you could just feel no. it. Unfortunately, no, 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 no that part of it. Oh, three one. That's okay. That's okay. And then when it got to three three, I <laughs> contemplated many things. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I mean, I can't tell you what those things are because it, I probably wouldn't be. I wouldn't be talking to you. I mean, I'll be in a cell. <laughs> but no, I um, as I said, I'm gonna keep positive because that's the only thing you can do. If you keep being negative about shit, then it's just gonna affect how much you you, you find a misery. And no, I, I, I know it's a re- but yeah, I, I'm gonna stay try and stay positive uh, for the sake of it. But enough talking about my fucking shit team. Let's <laughs> let's talk about. Move on to uh, Man City and some other team in, that play in Manchester, Manchester United. The, the the big Manchester derby. Very excited for this game, thinking, "Oh, here we go, we're going to get goals." Oh. And it was the most, most boring games I've witnessed. Rooney, nothing about. <laughs> no. Oh, 
How how did you sit through this? What I did was I painted a wall and watched that dry instead, and it was far more interesting. You know, really, you know, really says something. This is the game after you went out of the Champions League. But I I don't. I I mean, I can't decide if we should have played better or. Or if City should have been more up for it. I mean, oh, City should I, have. I mean, well, I, I think you should have. I mean, well. I thought we were there. I mean, I thought we were there for the taking after um, bullsing up the Champions League. I mean, I know we don't talk about that on this pod much, but we were, we needed one point from two games, and we still bullsed it up and went out. Um, so we were at a pretty low ebb. So yeah, as Liam says, we perhaps could have made more effort and gone for it, but then. Um, City have been playing really well, and you would have thought they would have fancied it, but they never really, they never really went for it. To be honest, it was a very, it was a very strange game. Team, both teams were more worried about losing than going for the win. I think. Mm. Two teams that were afraid of going for the, afraid of going for it in case the tournament gets it, but. It's Man United versus Man City. You want that. You want that to happen. You want it to have a derby feel. Mm. And this time, watching Plymouth versus Grimsby, pointless. And maybe, maybe the lack of fans contributed to you know such a dire match. I don't know. I don't know. It was just, it just felt. Both teams were lethargic. Both teams didn't care. Both teams didn't rise to the occasion of what it was and. And yeah, it was just, it was really, really hard to watch this game all the way through. I mean, I tried. But I was, I'm not going to lie to you, I was on my phone for most of it. Yeah, I was, I was struggling. I'm a Man United fan and I was, I was struggling because nothing was happening. No. And uh, I mean, we, we say this each week when we talk about Oli and all that. But is it time now? You know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of um, Zinedine Zidane and his time at, at Real Madrid. Obviously, they've had a lot more success, but it feels like they go from success to mediocrity in the space of like a blink of an eye. Okay. My, my, my counterpoint to Zidane and Solskjaer is what has Solskjaer accomplished at Man United? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a fair argument. I mean, he's, he does he has some very good matches and very good performances. Three Champions Leagues in a row, where Solskjaer has barely won two games in a row. I mean, Man United don't have a Ronaldo. That is a big difference, though. Yeah, I get that, but I'm just saying, though, you look at it, Solskjaer could barely string consecutive wins in a a row. And, I mean, as I said, this call, is it time? I don't know. I I hate to be like a manager out kind of person, but. He's not showing the kind of consistency gay week in and week out that win wins your trophies, even in cup you know, even in cup competitions as it showed in the Champions League. If we'd have beaten the Turkish side, I forget the name, we had to play twice. If we beat them home and away, we'd have been all right. But we we lost one of the games pathetically. And we only did a point from two games against Two teams we'd already beaten, and we managed to screw up that as well. It, it and the team as well. The selection he put out against Red Bull, um, these pegs was was really baffling. He, he, 
he tries to be clever, I think, and he's just not that great of a manager to he's try not a and be too clever. Sure. No, he isn't. His only tactic is to try and break on the counter attack. It oh. seems no, no, if he no. can't if he can't do that with bollocks. No, no, no. His only tactic is Bruno Fernandes. That's it. <laughs> well, yeah. That, no, 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 no. He has two tactics. Oh, he only has two tactics. That is Bruno that? Fernandes. Uh, uh, they just hit the, yeah, yeah. the bar. Um, so, he has it's Bruno Fernandes and VAR. Mm. And penalty. And he, well, that's VAR. Yeah. yeah. God, leap on him like a salmon. But, uh, <laughs> Kurt Zuma. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it just, it, it's, it, it's baffling the fact that even though Man United see what they, they, where they sit the table, it just feels like it's, it just feels like it's, I don't know, it feels like it's time for something new. I mean, it's, it's very just, uninspiring, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, I, I can't remember being this bad under Moyes or Van Hal. I don't know. I think we were, I think we were worse under Van Hal. They were, they were really dark days. But Van Hal, and, and some of the matches under Mourinho as well were pretty boring, and I think it was far worse under them. But um, I, will say, I will say this though about them too, though they won things. Whereas yes, Solskjaer, they did. Solskjaer hasn't even come close to winning anything. Don't think he's no. come close to winning. Probably like manager of the no, not even manager of the month. Probably like. Manager of the house, maybe in his backyard, maybe. Uh, yeah, I, I just I don't think I don't think um, Solskjaer's got the experience or repertoire to get Man United where where we should be personally. But uh, you know, I'm also being proven wrong. But how long can you wait? It's all they mean. Look at it. They were dismal last season. He had got to the Champions League, but that was because of Leicester fucking up. Mm, um, pretty much. I mean, for me, there was only one man I could see that could probably take you to that level, and that is Mauricio Bocchina. Mm. I'd like to see him get a shot. He, he's the guy I... He's the manager I always wanted when Fergie quit, but it's just the stars have never aligned to get him in. No, I mean I agree. I mean you look at it. If they don't get, if they don't get him in soon, I think it's going to be yeah a matter of time to sort before somebody else comes in for him. I mean the way and... it's go- the way it's going at United, I think unless something goes drastically wrong, he'll get to the end of this season at least. Oh, it may I think you look at it. I think if United don't get sixth minimum. I think he should go. Hmm. I mean, I think, least... What is he building at Man United, though? What What, what is the project? What, what What is the direction? I think that's. I think it's. I don't even know if Solskjaer is a problem. He's part of it, but he's not the biggest problem at that club. No, the Ed Woodward's one of the another big problem because he he just can't seem to close transfers and he doesn't seem to. Yeah, I don't know. He just doesn't seem to have a clue about football. He's a very good, he's a very good businessman. Like as we as we keep saying on these pods, but footballing matters. I don't know. He seems to be at sea. Okay, let me ask you this question regarding Ed Woodward. 
and people say well, he's, he can't get a transfer deal done. Is he? He can't get a transfer deal done. Is he just nobody wants to play for Man United? I don't think that's true. No, I don't think that's true either. I mean, you look at this is Man United are Man United of old, yeah, yeah. And if a big team and Man United come in for you, you've got to have a serious think about oh, do I really want to do that? Because I mean, you look at it. If I was a big, if, say, if I was a, a, a big name player linked with Man United, yeah, mm-hmm. and I've got, do I really want to leave to go to a team that is nowhere near where they should be? I mean, I guess, I guess it's for history. You know, the history can be very attractive for players as well. Can, but, like, <laughs> but it's not always. It's not always just about getting big players, and I think that's some, sometimes. Man United's mistake mm. in recent years. They've gone for these big, big spends. When you've seen, like, um, with Klopp and Liverpool especially, sometimes it's just about getting the right player for the right position who's, yes, quality, but not necessarily a, a super big name. And it's about putting a, a squad together that, that plays for each other as well, which helps. I mean, nobody seems, to, nobody seems to know where, you know, what, what's going on with the Pogba situation, which doesn't help things. Joke that he's right now. But I just want to say is that Klopp has spent a shitload of money, though. Oh, he has. Mm. Oh, so even, I mean, to get, even to get, you know, players under the level of De Bruyne and Bruno Fernandes, you, you're usually shelling out uh, 40 to 50 million these days, aren't you? The price is a... Uh, Crazy. Mm. Born was fifty-eight, and Fernandez was sixty. I'm probably insane. So it's just it is ridiculous the market now. But we'll move on from Manchester United and Man City because you know it was shit. It's boring. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> we'll talk quickly about Everton versus Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea missing the chance to go top of the Premier League. Uh, Everton winning 1-0, a goal by Gelfi Sigurdsson. Um, a penalty scored in the 22nd minute. Um, Chelsea didn't turn up for this game. I watched this game live and Chelsea just looked... Yeah, they just didn't look... Oh. Do you think there was some Champions League fatigue or something this week? Because uh, a lot of the top teams really seemed to struggle to put in a performance, didn't they? Possibly. I mean, mm. possibly. Yeah, I mean, you look I at mean Spurs only drew. Liverpool, Liverpool only. Um, Liverpool only drew as well, didn't they? No, I, I get that. I mean, I will say this though: um, Mount did strike the pen, woodwork twice. Uh, VAR denied him to the second penalty because Cavalloon was offside. Um, but we, yeah, which was right, by the way, I think. Oh, no, right, yeah. VAR, oh my God, he got something right. But, he was uh, very good this weekend, I have to say, for the most part. No, we'll, we'll get we'll get to one incident soon. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Uh, yeah, so Everton moved to seventh. Uh, the, this kind of um, stopped the rot that they've been on uh, recently. Chelsea, because yeah. they've been underperforming Everton from the standards they set uh, from earlier in the season. So I was, I was quite surprised by this result. I have to say, what what was Mendy doing? I have to ask. You guys have seen me challenge. I'm guessing. Yeah, so what he did was he was inspired by the goalkeeper on the opposite end. Mm. Um, 
and thought, you know what, I, I've come to the Premier League to learn from Jordan Pickford about how to tackle people. And <laughs> I, think, I think he did it. I think he did an incredible job. I think he. It's he, great impression. It's a bit better because he didn't injure the the player. So yeah, he's Mendes, not there yet. You can see it. Yeah, that's true. It's all about safety. He's beat um, that out of him. Yeah, definitely. But I will say this though: Kai Havertz has been shocking. Yeah, he hasn't lived up to his billing so far at all, has he? Mm. I mean, it might take time, but yeah, it's. He, I know his excuse. He said he's been hit very hard by COVID. Which... I get that. I mean, look how long ago. I mean, COVID, he had, he's done in COVID, what, October? And he's yeah, been... but people, people still feel long term effects, so. If that's the case, he should surely say that then, shouldn't he? Yeah, if he's, if he's. Well, he has said that, to be fair. If he is struggling that much, he perhaps shouldn't be playing, to be honest with you. I mean, I mean, just, just to take this off from football for a second, I mean, Formula One, Lewis Hamilton said. Oh, I still felt bad from COVID. Then why did you race for? There was no need for you to race. Yeah, he's, it's not like he needs the points. He's already tied up the world championship. Mercedes had tied up the constructors. If he wasn't quite right, he shouldn't have been racing, really, for his for his own health. Uh, you know, because you know it's a really taxing sport driving that car. Yeah, yeah. what if he'd passed out or something? I mean, you look at it as well. I just, just just before we move on for Formula One, he's. I, I said this to you. He he could have won the constructors championship on his own. Yeah, yeah. It's an amazing points. statistic. It really is. He had that many points. He could have won it on his own. It's brilliant. But back to football though. Chelsea. I mean, Chelsea did start outside playing their football. They put Pickford under some pressure, but Everton were really happy to play on the counter, and they they, they saw it out, and it's. Yeah, it's it's nice to see Everton back to winning players uh, after the start of the season. I wish we were like that, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'll do one of, a big praise over Michael Keane. I thought he had a really good game during this game. He was incredible at the back. He kept mm. Giroud quiet. Um, Godfrey as well played well. Iwobi had a good game, which is shock horror that we <laughs> never say those words. Alex Iwobi played well. <laughs> Uh, but no, we did. But um, yeah, um, do you think this? Do you think this could be have a ramification for the for the title race down the line? I mean, Chelsea losing for the second time, they could have gone top. Um, it's all it's, really. it's a big blow. It's a big blow for them, definitely. Things they have so much quality. I mean, who's who's their next game? They're uh, playing Chelsea. now against Wolves. Oh, I think, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they, they, they should be leading. Um, Zuma hitting the uh, the bar, and then mm. but yeah, um, I mean that's not been there there about the season, but um, oh, they will. But yeah, a, tri- a, a tough game for them to, to process through. But then another one was um, Aston Villa versus Wolves. Uh, Wolves losing to I oh, see this game. I, I I don't want to talk about this game because it's two teams to hate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can imagine, but a very. But no. Do you know how depressing this game was for me? Watching watching Martinez absolutely boss their boss their Aston Villa goal. <laughs> is it is it because Carl sent you a picture of how many points he got during? Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I haven't even seen that. I don't, I don't want it now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was a 94th minute penalty by Al Ghazi. Um, very bad tempered game, though. Boaties with 10 men. Um, what, a, so what a local derby should be like, in other yeah, words. Exactly. <laughs> not, a, not, a, not a snooze fest. Oh, no, it was a bit boring, though. But apart from not the last couple of minutes. Um, Mike Dean showed 11 yellow cards in this game. Bloody hell. Yeah. Oh, Mike Dean had a field day. But yeah, so um, Al Ghazi scored from the penalty spot. Um, McGinn was fouled by Samedo. Um, it wasn't penalty, but as, as Liam pointed out, the, um, Martinez was just incredible. Lots of saves. Uh, t- denied the Donker twice. Uh, Fabio Silva as well at the post. Um but yeah, Douglas really sent off for a second yellow card, and then Moutinho uh, sent off again for sent off for a, uh, a second bookable offence as well. But I mean, this game it was good; it wasn't the best. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, Villa stopping a rot of two defeats um, in a row, and they seem to be yeah, they're just oh, fucking Aston Villa, aren't they? That's all I can really say. Best team um, in the Midlands. They've certainly they've certainly improved from last season, Villa. It's been quite remarkable, mm. really. Whether you want to whether you want to admit it or not. Uh, also, we have to say what a terrible fucking decision um, that um, sending off was um, against Jao Martinho. Uh, I, I thought it was 100%, 100% a dive. I, I was really upset. Uh, I don't know. I can see. I can see why it was given. I can see why it's given, but there's absolutely no contact by the looks of it. Uh, Not seen it, so I can't comment. Uh, yeah, it was. He outstretched his leg, and then he just looked the player did make contact with the leg. But you know this: if you make contact, you know. And then go there, you know, for a while you're gonna concede and you're gonna get booked and stuff like that. And also, because bearing in mind, Mike Deep was on, was on one, I think it's his time of the month. He just thought, no, I'm gonna send him off, I'm gonna send him off, I'm gonna show him my red time. So, uh, but um, yeah, so both teams dead to 10 men, but Wolves uh, losing to Aston Villa, they are really missing. Uh, Raul Jimenez that was just mm. a presence they really are yeah Silva looks good but he's not there yet he's only 17 and that's how I feel for him the fact that he's um, lead Wolves line in the Premier League in a league he's never played he's never played it before and only had a few games for Porto I do feel for him but reports coming out that they're linked with Salaman Rondon if he goes there, I I will hate him forever. <laughs> I can imagine. Oh god, I, I didn't even make that connection. Oh my god. <laughs> exactly. See, we've had players play for like Villa and Albion and Blues and all that, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very rare to have Albion and Wolves play uh, Wolves play together in the in, in your career. It's very rare. I mean, I know Steve Ball did it. I think he's the most famous one who did it. And Sir Regis did it, of course. But Sir Regis was loved. So we would never boo him. But, yeah, it's very rare to see it. And if Rondo did it, Rondo would have to have, like, security around his house at all times. <laughs> God. 
Oh, I think the only way that could be worse is if like um, Berahino come back, like and went and went to um, what? Sorry, my my, my mind just went for a second. But went to Wolves. I, I was going to say Aston Villa. That'd be funny if Berahino went to Wolves. It would be very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to see it there. But uh, so no, quickly we'll, we'll we'll go through uh, some, so we'll go through some of the today. Southampton beating Sheffield United three 0 comfortably. Goals by Adams, Armstrong, and Redmond just just pounding Sheffield United to the ground. Yeah, they're they're they're, just... they're, they're already down. Sheffield United. It's a shame, but yeah, they'll beat us on Thursday, but they're still going down. <laughs> I mean, you know, they 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 they, they did play. I mean, they had a little bit of resurgence after half time, but they just got just pile driven in the second half. And um, Ward Prowse um, with another free kick, setting up the, the goal for Che Adams. He's such a good player. Oh, Ward Prowse is unbelievable. When he when he played against us, he was so good. It was. It was I, I mean, he's a, he's a superb season. I think he's a player that United could do with and Arsenal. But, mm. I mean, I can't see him going to Arsenal because, I mean, who would? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep beating that horse boy, but... Yeah, he didn't he have the appetite. I, I actually really think he could do a job at Arsenal, to be honest. Yeah, but, I mean, would you want to go to Arsenal if, you was in, if he was in his position? Just go, do I really want to drop <laughs> A level to go and play for Arsenal. Better than Man United. No, because no, Man United are on the table. You're in a relegation scrap. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> that's your argument done, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I just can't even bother anymore. Just ne- next match. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um, we'll quickly go through these. So, Leicester beating Brighton 3 0. Goals by Madison and Vardy. Um, Madison, again, he's had a really good season this mm. um, start now. Again, I think he's another player that could do a job for uh, a big team, but then he already plays for a big team, not Leicester. I would love to have Madison in my team. I would, I'd be so happy if he ever came. But it's never going to happen. I'd rather stay. I, I definitely would rather stay at Leicester because I, I think they are. Uh, you can class them as a top team these days. I mean, they've got mm. a, a recent Premier, a more recent Premier League trophy than Arsenal. Oh, I'm United. I'm United. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, an, <laughs> I'm United. To be fair, yeah. Good. No, that's a good point. So yeah, yeah. don't mention West Brom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everybody has. Let's face it. Such a dick. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, Leicester. I mean, what gets me though? Jamie Vardy just seems to be getting seems to be getting better with age. Mm. It just he, he looks so good. He's adding I mean, to his game now as well. It's a shame that, yeah, go on. Shame that he's not available for England for the Euros. Because I think if we have Vardy, it could offer something new. To come off the bench and just something else apart from the world's greatest striker, Harry Kane. Yeah, they just need to find some consistency. As I was going to say last because they get these big wins, but they're also getting quite heavy defeats as well. It's like when they're mm. on, when they're playing well, they're playing really well, but when they're having a bad day, they really do have a bad day. Mm. Mm. I couldn't agree more. I, mean, I do want to say that Brendan Rodgers did a great job at Leicester. Oh yeah, yeah and I, I also think their recruitment has been brilliant as well. Like Justin coming in, 
Fafana looks like an incredible signing. Yep. Like, my God, it's, it's it's very impressive. Do you think you signed the wrong defender from San Etienne? <laughs> no, I, I I just wish we I just wish we played him. Oh, messing. No, I'm a. But um, yeah, so Leicester winning three against Brighton. Uh, not really much to say about this game. Just Leicester just, just destroyed them. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about um, Crystal Palace versus um, my favourite team, Carl's favourite team, and your favourite team, Liam Tottenham Hotspur versus Crystal Palace. This was a very um, insane game, I thought. I really enjoyed this game. Yeah. It's just game of the weekend for me in terms of just excitement. I think the other one we're going to talk about might be up there. Well, actually, no, yeah, I, I think this was up there. Well, no, because that game we're going to talk about, it was it's only one incident that made it a talking point. But this one, I really, it was a good game of football between two, for me, very good teams. I mean, t- Tottenham um, played the Tottenham style of football. But, um, Liam, who scored for Tottenham? Can you, can you remind me again? Um... I, I I can't really remember. All, all I remember is um, good grace and not knowing how to use his hands. That's all. Was it the greatest striker of all time? Oh, you got it spot on. It is Harry Kane. Harry Kane scored his ninth Premier League goal of the season. Um, yeah, twenty-five yards out. Um, good strike. Um, and then Tottenham decided to play like Tottenham, sit deep and look content. And then, but the Palace did get their equaliser. Very, uh, very deserved. Jeffrey Slup um, scoring. Um, Hugo Lloris forgot how to catch. But this really was a game of, of two keepers, wasn't it, really? You know, um, Greater made a very terrible mistake for the Kane goal. And then Lloris made a terrible mistake for the Crystal Palace goal. But besides, besides those two mistakes, they were absolutely fantastic, I thought, today. That day. I couldn't agree more. I mean, as I said, it just—it was a really exciting game of football to watch, and I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, I mean, Guaitem though mate, redeemed himself for that save from uh, Dyer's free kick. Oof! Mm. And what also the like one that deflected off Kane. Yeah, and the, the belly one. But I—I I don't know how he saved that. See the thing. I think Guaitem is a—he's a good keeper. Just um, I said, it just, he just feels the mistake in him. But again, Larice though. Larice has a has a mistake in him. Mm. When Larice makes one, it's it's always very avoidable in terms of Larice making the mistake. It's 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 kind of it's more consistent than you think it would be for someone of his quality. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. I think I think he might I, I think he might it's like De Gea in that regard. Yeah. I, I, I think De Gea's made. I think De Gea's made more in recent years, but I think in terms of the whole stay in England, I think Lloris has made quite a bit more, perhaps. I don't know. I mean, I think Lloris is reasonably solid. I mean, you're always going to get the odd mistakes from goalkeepers, no matter how good they are. It's just they're in the unfortunate position. They're the last line of defence, so it's always um, it's always more telling when a goalkeeper makes a mistake than anywhere else on the pitch. True. It's just it's just very strange, like especially this season. I feel like we've had like mistakes from De Gea, we've had mistakes from Gator, Larice, and Pickford. It's just it seems like this is not a very good season for goalkeepers. 
All defences. I mean, yeah. look how solid Liverpool were last season, and even before Van Dijk's injury, they were they were struggling to keep clean sheets. In fairness, I think they've actually been better since Van Dijk's been injured somehow. Oh no! I mean, they haven't. But I'm, I'm trying to think of the last few games. To be fair, but I mean, they haven't been particularly great. But I, 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 can, I disagree with you. I think they. They seriously miss Van Dijk. Oh, I, don't I know. mean, defensively wise, Trent. I mean, Trent Alexander Armstrong's really regressed um, defensively. I think. I feel he's he's superb going forward, but mm. defensively, he seems to have regressed this season somehow. He should be a winger. He, he, mm. I don't. Should be midfielder. I think. I think he's. I think. I think he's too. He's too. Crap at defending, but he's, <laughs> to, to, he's, he's, not, he's not a defender. But then again, he has got the finish capability to be a winger. As a, mm. let, let's be honest. So maybe they could work on that with him. But yeah, I don't, I don't see him staying a full back for much longer. But um, we move on. I mean, but that's, just staying with Tottenham before we move on quickly. Um, they, I mean, for, for me, they are now title contenders. This season, I mean, the, the fact they're able to sort of grind out results by playing not the best, and they're content with getting a goal and sitting deep, and they can do it because they would have won this game but for a Larice mistake. I seriously think Tottenham are going to finish top uh, top two. I really do. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I, yeah, I, they're I they're, they're, they're looking they're looking Champions League uh, at the very least, aren't they, Tottenham? First, I yeah. think is it might be first is going to depend on a lot of things, but I think top two, I think is absolutely certain for them. I think it, I think it's shaping up to be quite close between a few teams mm. for a change uh, at the top this season if all the inconsistencies carry on. And just because we're watching it, I just want to say how good has Giroud been this season? All the money they spent on attackers, and it's Giroud that's grabbing all their goals. Giroud's always been very underrated, though. Yeah. Even at Arsenal. Mm. But but this has, been, this has been one of his best spells I can remember for a long time. He's aged like a fine wine. Mm. He's very yeah, good looking. He's, he's, he's a very good looking man as well, isn't he? That's, that has to be said as well. Oh, absolutely. But there is one downside to him. He's French. Mm. No. Oh. God. God I'm, not, I'm not racist. I'm not a Francophile. Never. <laughs> I've never said anything bad about the French. No, of course not. Today? Today. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, He's only a um, mile offside. Yeah. But then we move on now to Liverpool versus Fulham. Uh, Liverpool, again, missed the chance to go top of the table. Um... They were lucky today, Jesus. Yeah, I, I thought Fulham was superb, and Luckman in particular, he, he ran Liverpool ragged. He was that. He was excellent. He was excellent. First half, Liverpool were just shocking. Mm. Mm. Really were. Were. That's probably the worst display I've seen Liverpool had in two, three years, maybe. Uh, I would say I think Fabinho has been quite good at the back of them. Yeah, surprisingly. Yeah, uh, no, I, I, I do feel for him. 
in that and regard. I, I, I think Allison's also kept them in the game. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, they're lucky um, they've got such a quality keeper in Allison. Yeah, it's just a shame that Allison just needs to say fit. That's the only thing with Allison. He's just very injury mm. I mean, as I said, but like, so yeah, first half, um, Liverpool were just shocking, and uh, Fulham capitalised on it with uh, Bobby Reed scoring in the twenty-fifth minute, and Liverpool just didn't seem to recover from it, and Fulham should have been Fulham should have been two, three ahead, easy at half-time. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But the second half, Liverpool come out, they had 80% possession in the second half. And they pushed for the goal, and they got a goal through... They played like Man United to get their goal, got a penalty. (laughs) And uh, Mohamed Salah took a penalty away, 1-1. But the big talking point from this game was a a three-and-a-half-minute check by Andre Mariner for a penalty um, against um, Fabinho. Now, for me, this wasn't a penalty. No, I don't. Yeah, I I agree. However, I can understand why it would have been given, and I don't think I would have been... I don't think I would have been angry at VAR for giving this a penalty, because I couldn't understand why it would have been given. In in terms of the decisions that, like, this season, I think this one, I think probably deserved the three minutes. If it had to be three minutes, I, I think this one, I can understand it. Yeah, I mean, three minutes is a long time. Yeah, it uh, is. Three minutes is a long time in football terms for people go, it's not a long time. Three minutes in football is like a year. And imagine, if the, I mean, imagine there's a full crowd there. They'd be getting really Yeah, they would. Go, up and shit like that, but they, 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 they were there. There was, there was a crowd. No, 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 no. I said capacity crowd. Oh, sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. And um, yeah, um, yeah, just I understand why it was given. Very good, a good referee by Andrew Mariner, though. I think he had a good game. Um, um, and I, I, I think yeah. the penalty was the right decision as well. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. And then. But then there was another one as well. Would you say Salah was pushed in the back? No. For the next I, I think that's very weak. Yeah, again, VAR did it wrong. Yeah, yeah, it would, it would have been a soft one, I think. It reminded me of like the Miz selling. I was, yeah. I, just, well, I, 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 didn't, I didn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> but then just, just to go through this though, so Liverpool now, Diogo Jota is out. And these are, so these, Liverpool have eight players out at the moment. I'll name them to you. Virgil van Dijk, Gomez, Milner, Thiago, Jota, Shakiri, Simikas, and Matip. Yeah, some real big players as well, isn't it? They're, they're missing. They're still, they're still joint top of the table. It's, uh, yeah, it, it just shows how good that team is. To, to yeah. that Christmas could be a real trouble for them, I think. No, I agree with you. I mean, if they if they if they still get these injuries over the Christmas period, and if they, I think if they lose one of the front three, now they're screwed. Yeah. Because I mean, you look at they could save when Salah had COVID. They they brought Jota in. Jota played really well. Mane got out. Jota came in for Mane. Now Jota's out. Mm. And save Salah or Mane get injured, they're screwed. Yeah, they're going to be struggling, aren't they? They'll but have to count on Firmino, and then you you're really screwed. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
concentrating on uh, a Bamiyang to score. Oh, hey, he scored. He scored this week. Shut I'll have you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a segue into <laughs> Arsenal <laughs> versus Burnley All at right. the Emirates. All right, Liam Hall, the floor is yours. Thank you, thank you. All right, so. I'm, all right, I'm going to start with the positive, so it'll be quite short, okay? <laughs> all right. I'm going to say positive. There were fans. Positives. From the start of the second half until the red card, I thought we built some attacks really well, and I think we probably should have been ahead. I think with some better finishing, we should have been ahead. Another positive. This was our most chances created this season. And look, I'm not saying we played well, There's, as I'm going to get to, we did not play well, but I'm, ta- I'm taking the small victories, lads. Can you, can you give me that at the very least? <laughs> this, this is like watching someone fuck your girlfriend and you find out she's not pregnant. What? 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 That, that, that's, what that's, that's, that's what this is like. It's, it's fucking shit. <laughs> But at least, at, least she's not, at least she's not pregnant. <laughs> Negatives. <laughs> That's one of the weirdest analogies I think I've ever heard. He goes and fuck someone else and she's not pregnant. Yeah. It's still bad. Exactly. That's my point. Someone says, not fuck girlfriends, we shag my someone else. We're trying to add the pregnant bit in. Well, because I'm saying like, it, like, it could have been worse, but it's still not good. <laughs> all right, so the negative. All right, I mean, I'm still baffled by this analogy. <laughs> that makes sense. It makes sense. I have, now he's explained it. I have, I do see where he's coming from, but it, thank you. It's I'll, still, it's still Carl, hilarious. Carl, Carl has experience, so it's fine. No, um, I mean, the only way you can say it was it's not funny that your sister cheated on you and you find that it's your brother. That's bad. <laughs> I mean, well, it's still bad if your girlfriend cheats on you. Yeah, but it's worse if it's your brother. That's what I'm trying to say. You could have said that was the same. It's worse if she's. This is. I mean, we'll talk about this privately. But anyway, anyway, then everything changed. Oh, also, uh, all right. So the negatives, absolutely shocking first half. It was so fucking boring. We were very lucky not to be ahead. Thank God. I can't even remember who we were. I think Barnes. I didn't know how to use his head, so that was very fortunate. Then Jacka. Decides to take someone down, <laughs> and he's he's going for the Undertaker choke choke slam. Mariner has to go over to the monitor. I don't think you need the monitor for this. Like, I'm pretty sure if someone puts their arm around your neck, I don't think you need to go to the monitor. If 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 Gabriel got out a gun and shot Nick Pope, I I I don't think we need to go to the monitor to know. Well, we do, we do. Well, maybe. All right, <laughs> then. El Nene, I, I don't know what the fuck he's doing, but all right, here's something. I don't know how El Nene did almost the same thing, and and he gets a yellow for it, and doesn't get sent off. I don't understand that. Prick. I think I, mean, I think he was very lucky. I think you were. I think I was all very lucky not to have two send-ins off. To be honest with you, me were. But anyway, so my takeaway from this game, it was really, really fucking depressing. And I was very pissed off at the end of it. At least there was 
some very, very small positives compared to other weeks. I think and... it's an Sorry, sorry. So yeah, basically, and I think we're going to get onto this later, but I have very, very small hopes that we will turn this around. I think for Arsenal, for me, it's a lack lack of discipline in the team. There's not a leader for me in that team. Um, There's a lot of, I mean, if the reports are true, David Louise is not talking to Arteta anymore, and apparently, making, yeah. I don't believe in him anymore, and so on. And yeah, he just it makes you think: has he lost it? But with Arsenal, though, it's they need to. I mean, for me, if I was Arteta now, I would I'd play the youth Smith Rowe. Yeah. Willer, Saka, all of those. He's been amazing in Europa League. Yes. He said, having to rely on the old players who think they could do things, i.e., William, who is being shit. Yeah. Bamiang for me needs to be dropped um, because since signing that contract, he's been nowhere. Yeah. I I, I think it's completely his fault, but yeah, I know what you mean. But no, I mean, what what I'm dropping a Bamiang, drop him. To show him, yeah, that just because you're a Bamiyang to this team, you're not invincible. Yeah. A bit like one person. And that's another thing as well. I will keep pleading this man's case. Mesut Ozil should be playing for that Arsenal team. Uh, well, here's the thing, though. We're talking about, um, you know, I think probably maybe reason why the mood's gone down a bit is because Mikel Arteta is still playing these older players who have not been performing. And there's no accountability. And Mesut Ozil was never performing. And what I liked about what I, what I quite liked about Arteta is he was happy to leave Ozil out completely. Oh. But if you're going to do that, you should do it exactly the same with Willian. You should do it the same with Jaka. Uh, it's just I think you need to be consistent. And because at, at the moment it looks like this is solely because of China. A lot of things as well, though. It's a lot of the a lot of the first team players are calling for Ursel to come back. And to be honest, I think he will. I, th- I think he's going to come back. I think it's going to come to a point where he's going to he's going to have to field him. These this run of poor results just can't keep continuing. It just can't. The thing is, like, it's very clear where we're going wrong. We're missing someone in the centre of, of the field to kind of play it's those roles. It's not even that, mate. It's not that you're missing a leader. Well, things we have like. Um, maybe to a certain extent, but I think we also just need. I think we need belief more than we need a leader. We have some leaders on the pitch. Do you? Yeah. On, on the day, I'll say on the day. I think Leonard can be a leader. I think Tierney can be a leader. I think some of the yeah. youth players can be a leader, but I think we need to. I think we need to kind of lift the mood, and I think we need to kind of get going to see that. I mean, you're looking at yeah, we slag off Man United, but they've got leaders. Maguire's a leader on that team, hence why he's captain. Fernandez is a leader in that team. Mm. And my, Arsenal haven't got anybody that I think that could grab a player by the scruff of his neck if he's not playing well and tell him. Arsenal haven't got anybody. It feels like it's a team managed by a man who, for me, seems out of his depth. And there's no one there that can 
tell them to pull it up, pull, pull their shit together. There isn't anyone there. I mean, it's. I mean, you look at. I know. I know. You know. This was years ago. But look at it. Arsenal have always had leaders. Um, Patrick Vieira, Martin Keown, Tony Adams, Sol mm. Campbell, uh, Fabregas, leaders. And people that played for also had passion. I can't see anybody there that is passionate about Arsenal Football Club. Any anyone who's not young, at least. But you you know who is a leader, actually. I'd say David Luiz. Yeah, and for all his I, faults, he is yeah. a leader. I think, would I, think, you want... I think Tierney is a leader. I think maybe we should actually make Tierney captain, to be honest, because he looks like he cares for the club. Yeah, but see, that's the thing is. You say, but David, I mean, I'm boring. You can't. I had unfortunately. You say that the David Louise is a leader. David Louise isn't talking to Arteta. So there you go. You've got a big problem there. The fact that a man that is a leader in the club is not talking to the manager of said football club. I think Arteta needs to start acting like a manager. Mm. And for me, he doesn't. Yeah, um, it's it's starting to look like Emery again, isn't it? The way it's all sort of falling apart underneath him. Yeah, and, th- and this brings us on to the, the to the closing thing. Should Arteta go? And for me, I think he should because he's not. He, I can't see him turn it around. He hasn't got the experience to turn it around. And I mean, it's all well of. I mean, you know. Okay, I guess it's for to set the piss out of Liam and Arsenal fans in general. But Arsenal are in a relegation scrap. Make no mistake about it. Um, I think I think they are. I know it sounds like hyperbole because it's Arsenal, but they're right down there and they're really struggling. Yeah. And, it, and, and they're making, you know, it doesn't help when players are getting sent off. I mean, Grant Zach is captain of his national side. He's a former Arsenal captain and he's... You know, doing stuff like that, it's ridiculous. I, I couldn't agree more. And also, this is another thing as well, is Arsenal are five to four on to beat Southampton at home. Five to four? They shouldn't be that high. No. On the bench, should never be that high to beat I can Southampton. See Southampton. I can see Southampton doing them the way Southampton are playing. Yeah, same. Especially now, especially now, Ings is, now Ings is back. I think you could be in real trouble. To be yeah. like, I think Southampton would do. I think Southampton would be a lot team, but yeah, that is very true. I just, for me, I can't see the next Arsenal win. Wait, 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 wait. Let me put a counter argument out there. I would argue that he has turned things around slightly before. Like you, like all right. After we restart when we played Man City, we had that fucking god awful game, and then we had the Brighton game. It's not as bad as this one, but. I think it's no coincidence that ever since ever since switching to a fullback against Aston Villa, we've gone on this fucking awful run. Yeah, but it's... but then it's Arteta's job to realise that's a mistake and and rectify it. I mean, he's not going to get anywhere sticking by his guns if it's not working. Well, here's a question: if 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 we sack Mikel Arteta, who the hell do we fucking sign? Like, who, who, who's going to be our manager? Would you have Pochettino, considering he's a former Tottenham manager? I, I, would, be, that... I would be. He's not going to come to Arsenal. Allegri. Mm. Would Allegri come to Arsenal? I don't know. It's too shell. 
I mean, it, it, it's only been a few months ago that we were, we were singing Arteta's praise after the Man United match. It, it, football can change in a very short amount of time. Yeah. I think that's oh. kind of worth bearing in mind. Liam, we only did that to pick up Carl. I mean, I mean, I must admit, well, I, I did question uh, when they brought in Arteta for that role because of his lack of experience, but he seemed to be proving me wrong at first. I mean, he went on quite a, a decent run under under him, but this season it's all just gone drastically wrong somehow. I think because he does have a plan B. I, I, I really, that's what it is. I, it's a bit like the Ollie situation. It feels mm. like there's no plan B. It's um, just we've got the we've just got the quality at times like Bruno to dig us out of a hole when when needed. Where Arsenal just don't seem to have that. I mean, I think, yeah, no, Arsenal do have that player. It's just he's not. Oh yeah, one. yeah. Uh, come on, you, Reese, you you watch you've watched Arsenal for years now. When has Ozil ever dug Arsenal out? And this is the thing. See, this I'm going to get I'd rather have Mesut Ozil available in the squad for the potential to turn things around and not have him on the sidelines, not doing anything. Would well, you not? Would I, you I, not? I, I think you should come back, back in now, yes. I think you are right. I mean, it just it, it baffles me that you've got a player of that quality and he's nowhere near the squad. I wouldn't know yeah. the squad. You're paying him a ton of money just to get splinters in his bum, basically. Exactly. And I think... Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, it shows balls to say I'm going to come in, I'm not going to play him. But the fact is that you've, okay, so you say you're not going to play him, where's the replacement then? We, we tried to sign a replacement, we couldn't, though. Who? We tried, we tried to sign up our. I was not an attacking midfielder. Yeah, he is. So it's a centre mid. Yeah, but, yeah, but he's a creative player, though. Hmm, but so is Partey as well. Partey's not a creative player. Part 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 is a CDM. He, he he can pass well, but he's not a creative player. Yeah, but then I don't think Awa would have been the answer. I mean, I, I don't know for certain, but he, he's definitely ahead of a passer. You don't think so? You put all your eggs in one basket, trying to get him. It didn't work. Then you then you realise, oh shit, we've made a mistake. And yeah, I think you're paying for it. I really do. Hmm. No, uh, they'll, have, uh, they'll have Lingard in the next window. I mean, look at it you bought in. I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if you did, you know. I, I bet you. Uh, I, I'm, I, I usually don't bet, so I'm not going to say any money. <laughs> I don't think, I, I think, I think Arteta is going to go before the summer. No, I don't, I don't think he will. But, I mean, if, if I was Mikel Arteta, I'd be looking over my shoulder and realising, oh, shit, we're not safe. Because, yeah. I mean, I know it's technically, <laughs> look at shit off now, but you see, there is a serious thing that right now you could be going down. I can't, I, I, don't, think it, I don't think it's possible for us to be going down. That's, really? That's all I'm saying. No, I, I, I really don't. Even in the worst case, I can't see I, us going down. Oh, I don't know. Straight. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's easy to say you've got quality and uh, tradition of being a top club and 
Yeah, it's impossible. I don't know. I mean, you're, you're that poor at the moment. It, it's, I mean, Southampton beat you. I think you're in all sorts of trouble for me. I, I mean, with, with the form Southampton are on, I think they can beat almost any team, though. So I don't think that's completely fair. Well, no, it's not because you, I mean, you look, Arsenal should be beating teams like Southampton. No disrespect, they should be. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you, but on current form, like, Southampton are on very, very good form, and we're not. Things like form is temporary, class is permanent, and Arsenal mm. have class, and their form is shit. Yeah, well, I've been, but I mean, that kind of says something as well. So, I mean, that's the, I mean, yeah, granted, okay, yeah, Arsenal's owners are shit, and the recruitment's been poor. Edu is a joke. But I just, I can't, I mean, I'm just not confident in saying where the next Arsenal thing's going to come from. And I'm going to bring that to the West Brom as well. I can't, I can't see where our next one's going to come from either. The way no. we're both, like, both playing is shit. And there's other word for it. I, I'm, I'm, it's really hard to say positive, so I'm really trying really hard to say positive, but I look at the fixtures and go, oh, okay. I mean, I'll be I mean, you look at it, yeah. I'm just going to quick. I'm going to bring up Arsenal fixtures quick time before um, before uh, the new. I, I, I already have them up. Don't worry. Everton, Man City, Chelsea, Brighton, and then West Brom. Look at those fixtures. Yeah, Everton. I know. Everton away. I can't see you getting anything from there. Uh, cup game against City. For me, I'd take a loss in that. Focus on the league. Mm-hmm. Chelsea, you don't have a good record against Chelsea. Brighton. Look at what happened last week. Brighton, not your best hope. And then, let's stop talking about the 2nd of January. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thing is... Oh, yeah, is no, that what... Well, have you, you got each other on the 2nd of January? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, do, do, do you want to hear our games? These are our games to the... These are our, no, these are our next four games. We've got City away tonight. Villa at home Sunday, Liverpool away, Leeds at home, then Arsenal at home. I think you've got a guaranteed three points with the uh, January 2nd tie, but other than that, I think <laughs> I think you're struggling. Wait, 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 wait which one of us are you talking to? Reese. <laughs> oh, you fucker. <laughs> if West Brom beat you, yeah. If, 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 if West Brom beat me, I'm not coming on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, you could Arsenal unless they get their act together could seriously end up in the bottom three with with that run. I I don't think we're going to be relegated though. That's what I'm saying. I I I I think it'll be all right. I'll be, I'll be very surprised. If also if also drop to the bottom three, are you not going to be like no 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 no, 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 not into. I'm saying I don't think we're going to be relegated. As I said, stranger things have happened. Uh, the call, you heard it for the bottom three. The call to Sam Allardyce is made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, just think, yeah, championship football. No VAR. Oh, fuck off! Fuck off! Uh, I've had <laughs> enough of this. <laughs> hey, I'm You'll get to play each other again. I believe will that be. I mean, I'm, all I'm going to say is. Tottenham were doing shit two seasons ago, and now look at them. Mate, I, I have hope, lads. Just, just give me that at least. 
Uh, I got to admit, did Tottenham get to the final two seasons ago? And then, and then they were like, what? They were like seventeenth or something at one point, weren't they? Like yeah, the but then, uh, yeah, but then Tottenham got a good manager in. So. Yeah, they got Jose Mourinho. Who, who would I rather have coming to my club, Jose Mourinho or Mikel Arteta? Lads, let's just go to the plugs, okay? Yeah, so close. It. I mean, so before we go, so the, cl- the close topic is um, so Carl, actually, just quick yes or no. Should Mikel Arteta go? Yes or no? He should stay there forever, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Liam? No. I I say no for now. But if you ever if you lose, but I do think it's a bit like what you said about Man United. To be fair, it's it's not just the manager that's the problem. He's clearly not getting the support um, and the funds from the from the board to to buy the sort of players Arsenal really need to uh, progress and improve. I mean, things we have for players, and like it was only like it's only and a few then, months ago that we beat City and Liverpool in like the space of a week. When you do, you spent it seventy million on Pepe. You've done fuck all. Yeah, I look. I'm not going to defend everything that Arsenal do. Like that's you know, I'm I'm not going to do that. But anyway, I've had enough of this. I mean, I'd give him. I'd give him. Well, unless it goes drastically wrong and they do look like relegate. Genuine relegation threat. I'd, I'd stick with him to the end of the season and see where the land lies there. But it's, it's a tough one. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think. All right. No, I, I'm not going to say anything. Because you, 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 I know what you guys are like. No, 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 Liam. We'll be serious. Make your point, please. All right. How many games are there to the end of the season? Twenty. A lot. And there's nine points between us and Man City. Yeah. There's nine points between us and, and Everton and Man United. Yeah. What and I'm saying is, is that it's not like nothing is impossible. You, what you're saying then? You want them? You, you need to win three games in a row, and they need to lose three games in a row. That's not going to happen. Over the course, well, of the it season, could. It, I mean, course it bloody season, could. You, you can absolutely make up a, a, a nine-point deficit. Mm. That, yeah, that's, you, that's, you, you that's, can, hundred percent. But um, it's, it's not like it's not, it's not like we can't turn this around. I ha- I would say, not. I would say another manager maybe who had experience doing it, but I just, oh, I just can't see him doing it. I mean, it's, it's definitely it's hard to see at the moment, but yeah. I mean, it, it only takes one. It only takes one win. It only takes one change of attitude for like a couple of fortunes to turn around. Right. I agree with you there. So, but it, yeah, no. I, I I think it depends how we respond after the win. I think that's really going to define Arsenal this season. Yeah, I agree. Right. So, um, but no, I think that's the last way to. I think we'll leave it there. We'll we'll end it there. So before we go, uh, positive note for once, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, you can find me at Carlos underscore fire 80 uh, Instagram and Twitter. You can find us at Rogue Opinion, ro- yeah, Rogue underscore opinions on Twitter and Instagram. You can find other Banter Munich uh, podcasts and um, podcasts by the other 
the other guys, the wrestling ones, and um, Naked Man with Ben and Nathan, Room Five Hundred One with Reese and his special guests, all on all good podcasting platforms, as in Apple, Anchor, Spotify, um, whatnot. Liam, uh, I don't really have many plugs. For, to be honest, um, I, I, I'm just gonna say it's nearly Christmas time. Uh, if you want to support anything, then please, I, th- I think, donate to any charities you want. Donate to Salvation Army. Help out people who are, who are homeless, who are lonely this Christmas. And, yeah, be, be nice to each other, please. Help out, fellow, help out Arsenal fans during this difficult time. Wow, you, you just ruined my really nice message. Okay, I see how it is. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I tried to be mature for once, and this is what happens. My God. Yeah, me too. I, I was getting scared. I think about where you were going. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's not some sort of caveat with you when you pretend to be mature. Oh, oh. By the way, Carl, Carl, tomorrow. Well, I want to know when this goes out. So it'll be be someone's birthday. It'll be Liam's birthday. So happy birthday, Liam! Oh, happy birthday, Liam! Oh, thank you, thank you. And we're also playing I... football tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, Liam. I ha- expect a funny picture on your face tomorrow for your for your birthday. I am terrified, and I'm really glad. I'm really glad that no one. But... All right, I, I, I'm I'm terrified. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. Yeah. You can find me at Arsenal's night night five. But until next time, guys, it's been a pleasure as always, and goodbye. Bye. Love you.